Ta-da-da-da-da-da. Hey, welcome Ooh. to Who Let the Moms Out. I almost said Who Let the Dogs Out. <laughs> that this, will happen. That will happen. <laughs> at some point, at some point, we're going to start this podcast uh, probably barking or something. Um, <laughs> twerking I and barking. I mean, I was already planning on doing that. You just ruined my surprise. <laughs> God damn it. Um, all right. So this is a podcast where real talk meets parenting. And we're going to say parenting because we hope that in the future we're going to have some dads as well coming here that we can interview to hear their perspective to see if their world is as crazy as ours. But really briefly, my name is Marae. And I am Paula. And together, we're your partners in crime. <laughs> well, <laughs> Together, we are hoping that we can sort of like unfold this wild ride that is motherhood through talks, through laughs, through probably some cries as well. Share stories with some sprinkles of chaos because we're in the season of motherhood where we both have toddlers. Um, but today we want to talk a little bit about why we started this podcast and who we are and why you should listen to us because you should be listening to us by all means. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you start. Tell them how I we met. Oh. Or something. How we met. Oh, or something. Okay, wow, that was very intense. <laughs> okay, so when we first connected, it was actually through Instagram, so we actually connected online, which is really cool. Uh, and it was where I was actually in a phase of life when I don't know anyone that was pregnant or had a baby or, you know, was even in the same phase of life as me and being a person that doesn't like meeting other people was very like in person <laughs> i didn't really face the you know go out there and meet people but then i started this instagram you know going at, up the instagram and doing so all the travel world and that's when i started meeting other mums and we met i met your glorious account it's, it's actually kind of interesting. I just realized with you saying this, that probably the reason you struggled to find people or moms in the same position as you is also because you were a really young mom, right? You had a when you were yeah. like 28? Yes, yeah. Which is obviously not I that know. young. I mean, there are people having kids when they're like 20. Yeah. Was that 27? I mean, 28. I don't even remember, actually. Um, well, he, was, he was born a few days before, after you. 27. Yeah, so I, I think I had just turned 27. Right. So I think this is also worth mentioning because I feel like in motherhood, there are so many moments, so many seasons of this, this ride where we feel like we're the only ones going through this. Right. And sometimes the guilt is so big and you're like, like, I'm sure for you being like 27. And obviously there are so many moms online that are older too, because women are a lot older having kids now. I feel like when I'm with my parents, like in their generation, kids, my mom had me at 24 and she was like, I'm done with life as a, as a woman, as a single, whatever. Now yeah. I'm just a mother. And by 35, you're basically ready, ready to get retired, you know? And yeah, exactly. I remember <laughs> for me, it was the opposite. It was like, by the time I had my first child, well, cause I'm pregnant again, for those of you who don't know me. Um, but by the time I had my first child, my only other child, I say this sometimes and I think it sounds like I have a bunch of kids, you know, I just have the one. Um, I was, I had her when I was 31. Yeah. I had her when I was 31 and I'm Cuban. So for my family standards, all my cousins had already had kids. So like, I was like, basically, um, 
you know, like a retired lady having a kid sort of thing for them. You know, like I was, like everybody <laughs> had a race, like all my nieces and nephews are like five, six, seven years old. And then here I am with a brand new baby at 30s. My cousin, I remember she kept telling me how hard it is and your body and it's so hard. And I was just like, well, I mean, I can't really turn back the clock. So I'm just going to have the baby now. <laughs> it is what it is. But I think it's interesting because if you're, if you're also on the younger side and all your friends are still doing careers and relationships and fun and whatever they're doing and not having kids, then you're just left out with like, Oh shoot, wait, I'm in this whole new season. I'm still mentally who I was, but completely changed. And now I have no common ground with nobody that I know. They love me. They buy me gifts. They come and hang out once a month, but on the everyday, it's so goddamn lonely. Yes. And you don't have anyone that you can like actually share whatever is happening because nobody really knows and it's just like oh i'm just stuck in this <laughs> so that's, i like one of the things that i mean is you know starting the instagram is was hard and it, it was one of the most difficult things i had to do but it's one of the best things i decided to do because i got to meet a lot of people that have the same mentality and they were going through exactly for this same things as me and uh, it was one of the reasons why we met and it was really great because you know I actually got to meet I don't know I have a very passionate feeling towards the online world where uh, I got all of these opportunities um, you know to talk and to share and to listen as well which is it's, it's just incredible. It's absolutely true I think right now that I'm pregnant and sort of like feeling like I'm going again into this whole like tunnel of what's going to come out of the other end, right? Like you start, I feel like every time I start a pregnancy, I come in being someone and then halfway through it, it starts hitting me no matter what. Like this time I was so ready because I had already done it once and I knew what to expect and bullshit. All of it is bullshit because it's all different. And yeah, I find myself again at the same spot of like, sort of like battling myself and okay. This is a good analogy. I feel like, you know, when you have something that's like really old and you have it put together with like tape or glue or something, and it looks like it's about to fall apart, but then it's not breaking. It's just sort of morphing into something else because it's been taped so many times. And it's like, you, you know that it's going to last because it's strong. And it's like one of those like good quality items, but it's so put together by so many other things that it's no longer what it used to be. I feel like that's what motherhood is. It's like you go on this journey on pregnancy and you think, oh, you know, whatever. I'm going to go, let's say it's work related or business related or p- parenting or relationship or even your relationship to yourself. You know, you're like, okay, yeah, like I'm going to do this for this first trimester and then I'm going to do that and I'm going to finish this project and ah, ah, you make all these plans, you buy all the things. And then this, I don't know a single mother who has made it through even just the pregnancy stage. And not being completely just like a puzzle that was thrown against the wall and now needs to be picked up together. And the craziest part is that there's, you know, there's a narrative that tells us that we go back. And I feel like you and I have so much passion about this topic because you don't go back. And I don't know a single woman that wants to go back. I think for a while you're holding on to this idea of who you were because you're not clear on who you are or who you want to be. So you sort of like gravity you're just lost yeah right 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 you're lost with with what you think is an idea of where you want to go based on who you were 
but that's never sufficient yeah. because you're that's no longer the only idea you have. Yeah. Right. It's because everything else is so new that you only have that idea. So you're grieving that life that you don't have, but everything else is so new that and challenging and everything that you're just like lost fighting something. It's like, I think that's also why the online world words. So you always just fighting until you actually realize, you know, yeah 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 totally yeah. i think that's why the <laughs> online world is also so helpful because you know i also think about like my postpartum last time it was COVID time so it's totally different right but right now in pregnancy like i'm in my second trimester i thought i was going to be jumping over the rainbows with all this energy and oh and i am literally just almost the same as the first trimester a little bit more energy i can manage things but i'm still not wanting to go outside and do a million things um I surprisingly don't want to get on a plane. I surprisingly don't want to travel. I don't want to do things. I'm uncomfortable in a car on bumpy roads way sooner than last time. Like, I'm just like, ah. And I don't know many mothers that would want to entertain people, right? Because that's another thing. It's like, well, you're breastfeeding 85 times a day. You feel like a whale, like a gross style beach whale, underslept with all these things to run and then you have to have friends come over but if you're online you can just connect with people online and sometimes i feel like that support of a comment or a message mm. or a dm at three in the morning when nobody else is up and you can't call anybody else like that is such a strong support system and i feel like a lot of people when they think of the online world we're always you know we generalize it and associate it with all the negativity that comes with it which obviously there's a lot of crap out there as well we're not negating that but I agree with you. Having an online community for me, Instagram will forever be just the place that I hold dear yeah. to my heart because it's helped me through so many stages of my life where I couldn't even gather myself to call a friend or I couldn't imagine having somebody over that you have to like get up and give water to. And yeah, you know, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You just want someone to chat to, right? Like right there yeah. and then, and that's it. Yeah. No more physical touch. <laughs> I <laughs> let's not get started on that. We'll do another episode of feeling uh, or of the permanency of the feeling touched out after you become a mom. Because I feel like the, I've also read how like oh the first few months you might feel touched out, and I'm like first few months, like what are you talking about? It's been years, <laughs> so long. <laughs> 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 like one of the things of, of the online uh, um the online community was that it actually i got to connect with people that you know made me realize that you know it's not over after motherhood because that's also another thing that got me uh, stuck a lot because you know you start not having time to do things and you start just focusing on just being a mother but then that's one of the things that i think i lost um i felt like i had lost it was just the time for myself and time to actually work on work <laughs> do things for me uh rather than just you know doing it for someone else um and that's you know online it was when i got to meet people that you know actually encouraged that and it was not, it, you know felt again another day that you feel less alone because actually there is other people feeling like this uh, loss, just, you know, just being a mother, because that's not my whole identity. And it's fine. I know that a lot of people are, and I know a lot of people that, you know, love just being a mother, but I don't think I would ever see myself just being a mother. And that's like, that's kind of heartbreaking as well. <laughs> and you like, think about it. Um, but then, yeah, it's just like, 
yeah like i i remember feeling sad but then like when i went online and i was talking and then researching and seeing other moms sharing the same way but like more empowering and like you know it is okay and it's normal and it just you know you feel a lot better about all of this and (laughs) you feel less alone again which is really good (laughs) i wonder you know now that you mentioned that i wonder if i wonder if it isn't that Okay, so I know that some moms are like, they want to be like homemakers and, you know, whatever mom makers. I don't know what they're called, you know, where you just like home all day and stuff like that. But I also feel like that is a season stay of life. Home. Yeah, but I feel like there's a stay at home moms where you just like, you know, you have to run errands and do things and be home. Like me, like I, I, I don't ever want to go into an office and work. I want to run our own business and stuff yeah. like that and come to meetings and all that stuff. But I have no desire to work 40 hour weeks. I have no desire to. Yeah you know, fly around the world yeah, and have, exactly. and have a nanny at home. I have zero desire. I would love to be able to wake up and make sourdough peacefully with some French cafe music playing in the background and sit and have my coffee for two hours, chat to a friend, have a two hour work day. Like I honestly, I am not the person who is trying to go out there and just run around town and be in traffic. Nothing, no judgment towards that. But I also feel that it's a seasonal thing. And I have a really good friend of mine that always says that, you know, whenever like I would mention like, oh, I'm feeling this or that. Just like, just remember it's a season. Because when you first have a baby, I remember when Alaska was born, I did not, I couldn't, I couldn't care less what was happening in the world. I, I didn't, there's nothing in the universe that was more entertaining, important, pressing than staring at my child breastfeeding. I would just sit there and stare at her breastfeed. Like I would just stare at her, sit not even sit just like blob on a couch like you know when they're little and they don't even sit yeah. like, they're just there like oh, look at this oh my god i i moved you know and it's like it's all you want to do and then you know then they start growing and they started having different needs and you start also growing and having different needs yeah. you know and i feel like it kind of goes with the season like when you first have a kid you know you're recovering you're meeting your new person but you're also meeting yourself right? You're rediscovering and reconnecting with who you are, putting the pieces of the old you with the transitional you that you're going through right now with maybe starting to discover your new interests. Like I remember when Alaska was born, I was, I went through a phase of feeling really empowered by the birth process and just, wow. Like I felt like I knew so little about birth and I was so afraid to give birth and to be pregnant. And after I gave birth, that was the most empowering I have ever felt in my entire life. They felt like I had just accomplished the biggest thing ever. And I just wanted to like talk about it all the, you know. And then I felt also similarly when we started doing solids. And then when she started w- mm. walking and I started coming up with like, t- you know what I mean? But it was never like, it, like the season changed and so did I. And I think allowing yourself that grace and knowing that you don't have to want it all. And if you do, you don't have to want all these things always. Like, it's okay for the first year of your baby's life. All you want to do is be a mom and clean and make little outfits. Oh my God, I will get outfits every week and do photo shoots and all these creative things. And now I'm like, God, like, I would rather do something on my business right now, you know? But it's just a different season of life. But I also find that, um, you know, when you have your first child, like, there's no, nobody talking about this, right? Like, you're here, like, navigating all of this, like, 
blinded and nobody talks about it and like in person you know like there's no mom that comes to you and goes like oh yeah you know you go through all of this crazy thoughts in your head but yeah it's normal nobody says that but then now you go online and you find all of these this information which right. is great and i love that but it's so interesting how nobody like everyone is going for these things you know for all of these phases and nobody ever talked about it and it's that's crazy to me um i don't even know where i was going with this okay you don't have to just to say like it's just to say like you know you you already you've gone through that those phases and now you can get to that conclusion you know like you remember you like you're thinking about it you know it's something that you can share and you talk about and it's amazing that you learn but now you're going to go through your second pregnancy and everything is going to be different again and it's going to be a new experience and i remember it has already been so different it has already been yeah just just the pregnancy yeah and i remember even before being pregnant like the idea of you know parenting itself i knew it all (laughs) oh oh oh, please listen i knew it all roger humbled so fast Roger and I would we do this long cross country road trips from Alaska to Florida or Alaska to California, whatever. We did a lot of seasons in Alaska and we would drive for weeks and talk. And I will never forget this because the second I became a parent, I was like, you idiot. Like we would sit there and talk about, oh, well, if we had a kid, you know, if I had a kid, if you had a kid, if, if it was my kid, you know, and we would, I mean, yes, that about, one, if it was my kid, if it was my kid, oh, and listen, lengthy conversations. I'm not talking about like the pass through 10 minute. No, no, no. I'm talking about like hours of just like what I would do, you know, and how I would teach him and how I would handle this situation. We knew we were, we literally could have written an encyclopedia on how you could succeed and you're an idiot. You're doing it wrong. We have the answers. Yeah. Girl, everybody else was going to that. It, it didn't even yeah. take me like 12 hours with the baby to be like, oh my God, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm so wrong. I was humbled so far. So, so fast. It's it crazy. Every day I'm still like, every day oh. I think back, I'm like, oh my God, I remember like things that I do and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I remember thinking about this <laughs> before I had the baby. I was like, oh. uh, so, okay, um, two other two other topics that we'll be talking a lot about on this podcast, um, besides motherhood, or actually in combination with motherhood, are going to be business and travel. So, I want to like just briefly tie this up into the business side because I think for both of us, we've encountered um, a really transformative thing that happened to us in our business mind and our business world after we become mothers. And I think it's really important because I don't know a single woman who hasn't found herself pregnant or recently birthed baby that hasn't found herself in this position of like, okay, now what do I do? Do I stay at home and just clean and pamper the baby? Um, do I just start making baby clothing? Do I go back to work? Do I start a business? Um, you know, am I a bad mom if I just want to continue my career? Do I go back to school? Am I a bad mom if I want to do a business? Am I, you know, all of us, I think all of us have a standpoint in our, in our womanhood journey where either before, during or after the pregnancy, right? We're faced with this question of, and now what, right? Because as part of our identity as women in the 21st century, we like to produce, we like being independent, we like having our thing. We all have aspirations, hobbies that become into businesses and stuff like that. And I think I wish, I don't think I know, I wish somebody had come to me when I was pregnant and freaking out for months about what I was going to do. Um, I wish somebody had come and held my hand and, to- and told me, give yourself some grace, allow time to not know what the hell you want to do 
But more likely than not, this season of motherhood is going to take you to exactly where you want to go in business next. And when I say business, I really mean, you know, like work, career, whatever wise. I don't think there's a single one of us who doesn't know by the end of the first year postpartum, sort of like where we want to go. If you want to go back to work, if you want to stay home, if you want to do this, if, yeah. you know, we all know, but we all freak out for the entirety of the pregnancy and the entirety of that first year thinking, oh my God, 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 I can't do this anymore because I'm pregnant. Not I can't do choose. this anymore because the baby and the baby and the daycare. And who's going to take care? And oh, I about mom, how are they going to learn? They're going to miss my skin. No skin, skin contact. Oh my God. And then like suddenly after a while, you find your, we found a way to create a business entirely around wanting to be with our kids traveling and teaching other people how to do that. How random is that? You know? Yeah. And it just came. It just happened, sort of, you know? It just happened for the from wanting the freedom, really. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really strange thinking about it. I remember like, yeah, because it was just at the pandemic when we were pregnant and we started working from home, sort of. And uh, we were like, Oh yeah, this is good. This is fun. <laughs> this will be this will be good when, you know, we have a baby. Of course. Obviously, it's a bit more complicated when they become toddlers to do the home thing. But it's, you know, it's great to have, you know, you have your own schedule, you have your flexibility. And I still am actually working, which is something that I love. And I do something I love as well. Like that's, that's the most important thing is I do something I love and I get to do it at my own time and I get to work on something that is mine it's ours but it's not you know you know what i mean you know it's like another baby yeah it <laughs> is our yeah. other baby <laughs> our interfamily baby just yeah. to be weird like that <laughs> it is it is so weird when we tell people yeah like the, our family and it's like well okay so they're a family we're a fam well we're all a big family and everybody's like yes uh, um so for those of you that don't yeah. know what we're talking about we created the travel family academy which is an academy, uh, academy. It's an academy made by parents, us, for parents, you. And, um, we're hoping to grow it into a massive enterprise that teaches parents all sorts of topics that we believe are not being taught enough. But for right now, we're teaching parents how to travel with kids, how to make it easy, how to make it less overwhelming and how to really just maximize your life so you can get out there and actually enjoy the first few years of life with your kid as life morphs and for those of you listening for the first well everybody's listening for the first time this is our first episode um <laughs> we just want to say that if you are a parent navigating those first few you know seasons of parenting and you're struggling or you're feeling lonely this is your space this is a space we're creating for you and for us as we continue navigating life after becoming parents and figuring out how we want to transition we will be talking about all things motherhood um, some business talks and some travel talks as well, because these are things that we're passionate about. But thank you very much for listening. And we will be here once a week, every week. And in between, you can find us online at the Travel Family Academy or at our podcast Instagram, which is going to be oh, let them all out dot pod. <laughs> I did thank the you for That was awesome. That was it was so cute too. <laughs> Let's see if we can, on the editing, add some music or something. You know, like. Oh my god, yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna think, create the best jingle for this. You wait. Oh, we have to, with the dance. Anyway, my name is Marae. And my name is Paula. 
<laughs> and I'm thank you for listening. There. Thank you for listening to the Who Let the Moms Out podcast. We will talk to you next week. Bye bye.